Chapter six of the introduction of the Sikh religion. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by K. Hand. The Sikh religion, its gurus, sacred writings, and authors by Max Arthur McCulloch, Volume One, Chapter six of the introduction about thirty miles southwest of the city of lahore the capital of the punjab and on the borders of the present several districts of gujranwala and montgomery stands the town of talwandi deep in a lonely forest it is on the margin of the bar or raised forest tract which occupies the centre of the punjab the town is still girdled by a broad expanse of arborescent vegetation which when not whitened by the sand blown by the winds of the desert wears through all seasons a cheerful appearance the jal salvadora persica predominates but there are also found the fulahi acacia modesta and the jond prosopi speciigera the wild deer is seen occasionally to appear startled at the traveller who disturbs the solitude of its domain and the hare and the partridge cower cautiously among the thickets deprecating molestation in this retreat was born guru nanak the founder of the sikh religion his birth took place on the third day of the light half of the month besak april to may in the year fifteen twenty six of the vikramaditya era corresponding to a d fourteen sixty nine as to the month in which he was born there are strange diversities of statement which we shall subsequently notice guru nanak's father was kalu of the Bedi section of the khatri caste he was by profession a village accountant but added the practice of agriculture to this avocation kalu's father was shiv ram and his mother banarasi kalu had one brother called lalu of whom little is known besides his name kalu was married to tripta daughter of rama a native of the manja country tripta had a brother called krishnan of whom history is as silent as of lalu tripta bore to kalu one daughter nanaki and one son nanak nanaki married jai ram a revenue official of high repute at sultanpur which is in the present native state of kapurthala and was then the capital of the jalandhar Dwab. When Tamer had spread anarchy and devastation over northern India, a dynasty of the Sayyids, or descendants of the Prophet Muhammad, aspired to rule in Dili in the name of the Mughal conqueror. To Dili there was hardly any territory attached, and Allah ul Din, the last of the Sayyid rulers, in contemptuous disregard for the small and troublesome dominion meted out to him by destiny, retired to the distant city of badown to end his days in religious and political tranquillity he left dili and the fortunes of the empire to balol khan lodi a man whose ancestors had been enriched by commerce and whose grandfather had been governor of multan under the famous monarch firoz shah tugluk balul khan lodi reigned from a d fourteen fifty to a d fourteen eighty eight and it was consequently near the middle of his reign that guru nanak the founder of the sikh religion was born after the accession of balul khan lodi dulat khan a relative of his obtained power in the punjab and governed under the paramount authority of his kinsmen he lived in state at sultanpur until defeated and deprived of his possessions by the emperor babar 
the punjab appears to have been already parcelled out to the mussulman chiefs who were retainers of the sovereigns of dili one of these chiefs called rai boy a mussulman rajput of the bati tribe had been zamindar or proprietor of talwandi after his death his heritage descended to his son rai bular who governed the town at the birth and during the youth of nanak talwandi is said to have been originally built by a hindu king called raja verat it was sacked and destroyed by fire and crowbar like most hindu towns and cities during the mussulman invasions rai bular restored it and built a fort on the summit of the tumulus in which he lived the secure and happy ruler of a small village some limited acres of cultivated land and a boundless wilderness although the age was one of religious intolerance and persecution rai bular appears to have been the very reverse of a bigot his father and he were converted hindus doubtless added to the ranks of islam by a hasty circumcision and an enforced utterance of some arabic sentences which they did not perfectly comprehend in such a solitude rai bular could not have been under the less worthy influences of islam and indifference the parent of toleration appears to have supervened on his mohammedan religious training but the human mind is so constituted and the religious or emotional instinct so dominant in human nature that most men at some period of their lives are irresistibly impelled to religious speculation something too must be allowed for rai bular's patriotic prejudices for a suffering through renounced faith talwandi shared not the tumults and excitements of the outer political world it was a theatre meet for the training of a prophet or religious teacher who was to lead his countrymen to the sacred path of truth and disenthrall their minds from the superstitions of ages rai bular in his little realm had ample time for reflection and when he heard of nanak's piety and learning felt a mysterious interest in the clever and precocious son of kalu the house in which nanak was born lay a little distant from the fort probably rai bular and his family alone inhabited the ancient tumulus while his tenants dwelt in the town of talwandi on the plain the town has now lost its old name and is known as nankana in memory of the religious teacher to whom it had the honor of giving birth when the sikh religion had gained prominence there was a temple erected on the spot where the guru was born it was afterwards rebuilt and enlarged by raja tej singh at a time when the sikh arms had attained their greatest power and the sikh commonwealth its widest expansion within the temple is installed the granth sahib or sacred volume of the sikh faith intoned by a professional reader the innermost shrine contains some cheap printed pictures of the guru and musicians beguile the day chanting the religious metrical compositions of the gurus End chapter 6 of the introduction.